My name is Annie Lobert, and I'm a champion survivor of trafficking to tell you that God can heal you from any hurt that's ever happened to you. If He can do it for me, He can do it for you too. Hi, friends, and welcome to Annie's Pink Chair, where we invite presence, inspire purpose, and ignite passion in people's hearts with God's love throughout the world. In the studio, I got a friend, my really good friend. Actually, she is considered to me like a lifelong friend, like my BFF. I've known her for 30-some years. I think I've lost count, actually. We don't go want to go beyond the 30, do we? Because, you know, I'm only like 35, so. <laughs> My friend Kelly, Kate Lewis is in the audience. We're going to finish her story today. We're going to smooth into it. I want to... Uh, Introduce people to you, Kelly, because you're very special in my life. Damn. Also, because you were a huge part of my salvation and my life coming back to Jesus. So uh, we used to run the streets together. Yes. And what do you do now? <clears throat> like you're an evangelist, right? Yes, like a walking ministry. But <laughs> then again, you had full circle. You have a big part in my testimony and how yeah. I came to Jesus. Why don't we talk about that? Because I know people are really wondering because they heard all the crazy stuff. Let's just say it for people that are just joining us right now. We used to be call girls. We would go on calls in Las Vegas. We were high-class escorts. But don't get me wrong. If someone got a call at the motel and someone had a couple thousand dollars, we showed up. <laughs> and unfortunately, even for 150 just to get the agency fee and run out the room. But I wanted to scam and jam. It's yeah, exactly. But we preferred the calls that were high end, obviously, and we were the top girls at our agencies and wherever we worked. That we were. And who would have thought we're sitting here in the velvet chair? And this is the beauty. Of course, it's pink because you know, pink is such a pretty color. It also, I looked it up, you know, a couple years ago when I first started doing this. Pink means not just passion, but it means happiness and joy. It's a sign of God's joy and his love for us, which is really cool and can't beat that. So what happened? Because I got a call from you. I mean, I was staying in touch with you after our mutual friend died. Your, well, periodically, but then I used best, to like hide friend. from you. Yeah. I was like, oh, great. Now she's going to talk about Jesus. Don't. And I used to like, run from you. You used to hide from me. <laughs> yes. I'm not here. I'm not here. I used to call and be like, Kelly, come on. Come to uh, church with me. I know. Did I irritate you, dude? Just no, be you didn't irritate me. Just at that point, I was in living in the dark. So I was like, who wants to hear the light? Yeah, but I remember You're scared that. of the light. I, I forgot that I did that. I did pursue you a little bit, didn't I? Not, I don't wanna... Not like a Bible thumper, but I just know that. Like I was going to say I was sorry for acting if I ever acted rude to you. No, or was girl, obnoxious please. going, hey, dude. <laughs> like, I, I, I just, you know what? The Okay, so I'll just finish and end what I'm going to say, and then I'll let you talk because I talk a lot. I'm sorry. Um, and so do you. <laughs> <laughs> I really <clears throat> had this love in my heart for all the people that I knew. And of course you were in my radar, like right in the center of it, because I really loved you. I missed you. 
And I was so worried about your life. Like, I didn't want you to die. I didn't want you to die in the lifestyle. I was like, I have to show her that there's something better, that there's there's freedom in knowing Christ, you know, and also being sober and not being high all the time, right? And right. I was that person, by the way. Well, at that time, I didn't understand it, but I, the I understand first time it fully now. Yeah. I ever tried Coke was on your birthday. <clears throat> Did you know that? No. Because everybody dared me because I was the girl that didn't do drugs. Remember that? No. I don't they, everybody passed around the mirror. I was the 10th person to do a line. Wow. And I did the last line on the mirror. It was a big, a big mirror, like about this big. Do you remember that? Kind of? Mm, not really. Chopped it up. Everybody was like, hey, let's do a line. Let's do, you know. And then I did it, and I was high for the next eight hours off one line. I was a Spun. Really spun. <laughs> and then I was like, hey, what's your D-boy's, what's his number? I was trying to get more coke. <laughs> I was addicted, so. Mm. Um, I was too at one point. And that's what got me, which thankfully so that's why I say to you that you are part of my salvation. If I wouldn't have done that Coke, I don't know if I would be here right now. I don't know if I would have made it. Because my overdose, two in one week, was the reason why I escaped that lifestyle. It's because I almost died. Yeah, it happened to me before, too. And I, oh my gosh, Talk about it. Hmm? Tell me about that. I forgot about that. Can, do you want to talk about it? Mm-hmm. No, I want to Tell talk us the story. To, I want to talk about my testimony. Yes. Come into Jesus. But, That's but, what but, I want to talk about. Okay, but was that part of your testimony huh? about you overdosing? Um, no, back then. But I mean, did no, that scare you? In a full you? circle. Like, did that oh, scare yeah, you at all? Of course it did. Yes, most definitely. Yeah, it did. But I mean, there's so many times that I went eye to eye with death. Yeah. That the Lord saved me. So it's like, um, yeah, that's within my testimony, but that's for another time. We can talk yeah, about that. Yeah. Story, so, I have like so many stories when it comes I know, to like I know. my so let's, testimony coming forth, but this is the time that I want to talk about. Okay. So let's drive towards that. you now or Let's drive towards that. What happened? How did it start? Which, which part? When you started, when you started your journey back, back to where you were sane again and actually reborn, right? How did that happen? Okay, so what happened was um, <laughs> after um, I lost my best friend, I lost my home, and um, my ex got someone pregnant, um, I went like on a three-year bench. So yeah. I went through my stash. I went pawning. Um, I survived like three years not doing nothing. And then all of a sudden when I woke up, I'm like, Kelly broke. I had nothing, literally nothing after gambling, drinking, partying, sexing, doing everything. And so for to me, I've always been a boss. How can I go around and say, Kelly has no money? Because I always ha- held a Can I say you know, something about much, that? Huh? You were very respected, Kelly, by all the girls and me. You always had your white Cadillac Escalade. Remember that car? Oh, yeah. I've always had five cars and, for yeah, everything. Yeah, other cars. Yeah. But everybody always respected you because you always had your quote-unquote S together. <laughs> So. Yeah, so basically moving forward, so I was ashamed, I guess you could say, and then I was more my pride and my ego. It's like, how can I what, get a square job? And after, you know, I've always been on top. Always. What's a square job? Huh? What's a square a nine job? A nine-to-five. 
Okay. Just People don't to, know that. Oh, okay. Yeah. You have to teach Just them. basically like the nine to five and especially during those times and just it, everything just happened in so fast, like a whirlwind going around on a hamster wheel and then just got smacked like boom, reality. So now here I am trying to rebuild myself and all that. So then, then you just go deeper and deeper, which everyone's rock bottom is, you know, different for everybody. So then it just got me just falling even further than that, you know, into the slumps of hell, I guess you can say. And then so moving forward, after, you know, just a couple of years of that, when I was doing like crazy stuff, like shootouts, raids, just everything was like on my, timing was on my side. So I'm like, I was, I was just seeing my life just flash before me like, oh my gosh, I'm going to go to prison. Yeah, I'm that, gonna do that, years. that one gonna... thing you told me about, that machete Yeah, and like stuff that like happened. that. And then being a mule, a uh, coyote. <laughs> okay, people um, don't know, know what that means. Oh, you just, need to tell them what that is. Yeah, it's just more so... Um, Smuggling. Yeah. So someone that carries drugs. <laughs> yes. Um, so I was just doing like far-fetched things that I would never, ever do with clear mind. You know what I mean? So You had to be high to do it, obviously, right? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Like, yeah, you do things and say things and in the moment that you would never do sober. Um, so moving forward, uh, everything was just spiraling, like so spiraling. But I, I kept just getting flashes like either I'm going to die or I'm going to prison, or something dramatic is going to happen in my life to where it's, it's not going to be pretty. No, you you were all or nothing. That's what I remember about you. Yeah. All or nothing. You did not play games. You were like, did or did. Yeah. And and I'm the type of like personality to where when yeah. I'm in, I go full force in and, and <laughs> nosedive in and like, no, what's like, up? <laughs> what's up? What are we doing? <laughs> Let's roll. So, uh, during that time, as I'm going through that, uh, what happened? Okay, so then my daughter had pepper sprayed me. So, I seen nothing but red. And I was so devastated and so hurt. And then after that, that was just to draw the line right there. So, I called my mom and I told them, I was like, Mom, I need help. So, I, I finally had, took the ownership. I was like, I need help. And then she's like, all right, well, I'll call you back. So... I guess that's the time that she probably called you and my sister called you yeah. Rhonda or whatever. So the next day, then they, um, she wound up calling and she's like, okay, well, um, Annie's, um, they got a place that for you to go. Uh, it's in California. And she's like, it's a ranch. Um, I was like, a ranch? So I'm thinking it's horses. You know, I can do this. Okay, horses. All right. All right. I'm ready. Um, let's do it. So then everything was like fast, fast pace. So then they gave me a phone call back, and that was the time that it was like, okay, well, they got you a flight out Wednesday. Yep. And then so I went, uh, my sister came and picked me up, and I spent the night at her house, and then they came and picked me up. You. You and Rhonda came and picked me up that morning. I did, yeah. Yeah. And you guys dropped me off at the airport, not knowing nothing. It was just like a quick talk. Um, you didn't say much to yeah, me. Yeah, we didn't. You were. We you had your little hoodie on, and I yeah. just. I was still but, more. But you were giggling a little bit, but you were really, I could tell this was it. Yeah. I'd never seen you like that before, Kelly. I prayed so hard for you, dude, because I was like, God, please help her. You know why I didn't want you to come to Destiny House, right? Oh, uh, you probably gave me favoritism, of course. Yes. Yeah. That's course. exactly why and I would have let, like let you get away with anything. And the Lord would have known that's not because 
it, it wouldn't have worked, yeah. you know? So he, he knew what he was doing during the yeah. time, the situation where he took yeah. me, plucked me out yeah. and sent me to California and not knowing what, oh my gosh, what I had installed for this journey in this season. I could I, not I, believe I, it. I, like, I, but this is where it all flips the script. You know, mind you, like, here I am, a heathen. <laughs> so you get there, and what, what oh happens? Oh, my gosh. This is the life-changing. Was it in the it, hills somewhere? Like it was- No, it was, like, in Paris. But, uh, matter of fact, shout out to U-Turn for Christ. <laughs> <laughs> so when I get there, I wake up, and I'm like, where are the horses? And they're like, horses? Get your Bible. And I'm like, Bible? I'm just like, okay, what the heck? <laughs> Annie? <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> Dude, they Mom. told me it was a ranch with like uh, chickens and goats and horse, and they get the right horses. Oh, That's what they told me. Nowhere near. I thought I, I was at no. I thought I was in a cult. Okay, um, I was straight at Bible boot camp. You know, <gasps> and but you know what? The Lord knew that's where it had to take to break me and and change my life. So, which was it a cabin? Like no, it's kind of like there's different like trailers like, like on a big houses? piece of property. But I mean, everything is all about. The Bible, the Bible, the Bible, the Bible, you know, but that's why I got gamed up. Like I, it, wow. I mean, just everything. So in the beginning, like when I was there, I didn't, I was still me with my little character, like, <laughs> you know, like leaders and all that. And like I was you're... like, how can I respect you being my leader? I don't respect you, you know? And then it's just like, they used to always tell me, oh, pray about it. Pray about it. I was like, if I hear this one more time, I'm going to freaking freak out. Pray about it. Like I'm not pray even, on it. Pray yeah, on it. <laughs> I have to pray on everything. And it's just in the beginning, it was so hard, but I was like, okay, I'm, I'm still going to try. I'm going to do this because my soul is ready, you know? So <clears throat> during the time, but I felt like there was still like a magnetic force to where if I thought, if I even left, I think the Lord would have sprained my ankle and brought me right back up that hill, you know, at this point, because I felt like I couldn't leave. It was a weird feeling. So... So during the time and, you know, as the stay, as we went, um, we went to Bible study, discipleship, um, and as what, services. What does that mean, like Bible study and discipleship? Like what if people were going to ask you, what do you mean by, like, say, say someone doesn't understand what discipleship means. What was that? Was that like a leadership school? Yeah, it was just like or? more so, that, yeah, just like getting into word and more breaking down the scriptures and, you know, and just teaching us more. And um, so during all the time, so all I was hearing is kneel down, meet me at the cross. In your head. Bow down. No. Like, or, or just it, no matter where I went, everything was so audible. I didn't hear nothing else but those words. So mind you, I'm not, I'm still a baby Christian, you know, sipping on milk. Did you, um, did you actually say the prayer when you got there? And then I just kept hearing kneel down, meet me at the cross, bow down. So I go to my overseer at the time and I'm like, um, she's like, oh, what you what's an today? overseer? Huh? What's an overseer? An overseer. was yeah. my leader at okay. the time. Yeah. Um, and then she's like, oh, he wants to meet you. You better go to the cross. And then, so whatever. I brushed it off. And I was like, oh, whatever. That's, and what, what was her weird. testimony? Did she have a testimony? Or like a, a life to talk about? Like, did she have experience? I mean, yeah. Like every girl there was yeah. just like more like they ran it like good to where each leadership would rise, you know, at different yeah. times as far as um, getting into leadership everyone would come up and mind you like we had like 15 girls there at the time so you know with everybody having different testimonies going from different places um so then after i ignored her ignored it so then i hear it again <laughs> ignore you know, her. and and then i hear it again so then i'm like 
you know, and I'm clear-minded because I'm pretty straightforward. If, if it's real, it's real. If it's not, like, I don't play games. So I'm yeah. at first when I'm thinking I'm at a cult anyway, in which I'm not understanding because I'm naive into, you know, Bible and never been around one, you know. Um, so then same thing happens to again. So now I'm, like, kind of spooked on it. Like, this is weird. So sure enough, it's like, kneel down, meet me at the cross, bow down, <laughs> you know, just so I'm like, wow. Sure enough, okay, the following week, I get a hole. And where am I at? On my knees. Okay. So I was like, Lord, you are now. You, you are call- <laughs> this People is are going to wonder how you got a hole and what is a hole. He, he put me on my knees, though, just to show, like, when he's saying bow down, kneel before me, he sure yeah. got me on my knees, and I knew it was him. What's a hole? This sounds like prison. Okay, a hole is a five by five by five to where you literally, no, I was there with a pickaxe. Okay, a pickaxe, Literally, a pickaxe, and then what else? A shovel, an owl, me in the desert at the boneyard, and had to dig a hole. A five by five by five. Was there any I shade? Even get out of my hole. Okay, I was, was there. Any shade, Kelly, at all, uh, or was it just like do stairs, like the sun just shining down on no, you? No, just the sun straight beaming down on us. And actually, oh. I, listen, I had to. By the time I left there, I dug over ten holes, literally over ten holes. One time, I got two holes in one day. What were you doing to get these holes, Oh, my dude? gosh. It was crazy. But you know what's so crazy about it? Now looking forward, it had nothing to do with you, my sister, my mom, my Ron- or Rhonda. Had nothing. It was the Lord. It, he did. He plucked me out. He just knew. He knew it would break me. He knew. He just took me. Even though I was at rock bottom, he took me further out than you would even imagine. Like, you don't think you can go more broken, more further for that. And then gradually just building and reconstructing me and all that. And then even when I started like caring and feeling and when I, because before I'd be like, sorry about, sorry for your luck and keep it pushing, you know? But then I started feeling and my heart started softening. And, and then it's like, then scriptures just started like just coming to life, coming to life at me. Yeah. And I'm like, Whoa, this is crazy. This is, this is kind of cool at the same time. Then I just started feeling the fire, yeah. you know, like, oh, Lord, I want to get to know you more. And so you're getting tears in your eyes right huh? now. Getting tears in your eyes. I mean, yeah, no, it's just the joy of yeah. it, you know. It, it was just, it's just amazing, you know. Yeah. So yeah. When you say cult, because I want to define, because a real cult is, uh, an organization that if you leave it, they totally shun you. Um, they they completely uh, manipulate your mind and they brainwash mm-hmm. you to believe what they believe. And if you don't believe it, you get in huge trouble. Like you get punished, you get like, you know, physically assaulted, right. um, drugged. You know, it's a, just modern day cult, not to mention Jim, Jim, Jim Jones, but the Kool-Aid. Drink the Kool-Aid and then you die. So when you say cult, when you look back now, was it a cult? No, not at all. It, yeah. it wasn't because it wasn't like um, you're free to leave. You're free to go when you want. And more so, it was just more strong. It was everything was biblical, you know. So it wasn't like they were making you do something yeah. or. So it was you, know, you had free will. Yes, you you still had free will, but just like I said, I I don't think that I could have left there because I think he would have just plucked me right back and put me right back there again. Yeah, you know, until he was finished with that season, because even like um, when I was done and I and I knew the season was coming to an end, and um, they wanted me to stay and. Uh, you did stay like, for just, a while, didn't you? But I. Once I learned it and once I got to know 
um, just my walk with the Lord, I, I knew. So I, I did everything right. I, I prayed, I prayed, and I said, Lord, I want to go home. I want to go home now. And it wasn't ready. So one time, I, when I was up on the hill, I seen it in Mark, and then I read it in the morning and said, go home and tell your family what the good Lord has done for you. That's all I needed. It popped out to me, and I, boom, ran down that hill, and I said, I'm out of here. <laughs> you know, and they're like, no, just stay. You know, and I was like, nope. What was that moment, yeah. Kelly, that you met God? in the hole. What hole number was it? Um, by that time, it was probably like my, I want to say my third. I want to say like my third because it's like everything wasn't coming until after when I was going because nothing was even standing out to me because I was so hardened yeah. to where I wouldn't receive nothing yeah. because I was not wanting to and I was just like like standoffish and you what, know, what feeling, were you doing? Still feeling that, like I was too good. Yeah. At the same time, like were you digging when you heard an audible voice, or did you feel um, some sort of change in no, your I heart? No, I just felt like Him giving me the strength. I just felt like, you know, but showing me love and compassion and and the kindness too at the same time. You know, was it through people so, or did, was it like this feeling? No, it was. You, a, I had no. It was me and him one on one. It, it was so you not even people around. Love. It was. It was he was working through me. It was just me and the Lord. That's he it. Felt, you like, felt anyone his around love. me. It. I just felt like it was me and him the whole time. That's it. You know. And that's really cool. And that's all it was. And it's like, like when he you, was guiding me, like he was just there, yeah. and just straight, straight up guiding me, telling me and doing things. So like our relationship like was so much bonded, huh? Was it? Was it like a father in a way? Well, in the beginning, when I didn't understand it, but afterwards, when I look back now. It was like more, no, because it even took me a long time to see Heavenly Father even to pray. Like it felt weird to even call him Father, yeah. you know? So that took a long time for me too. So for me to be um, Heavenly Father or, or Father, Lord, you know? So, but once that over, everything was just boom, boom, boom. And now me and him are like this, like it, and there's no looking back and there's no nothing. So what did you say him, about today? Huh? Before you got here. Oh, use me as the a warfare. vessel in this, huh? But I mean the warfare that happened today because oh, yeah. I had it too. Oh, big time. I like, was like, nothing what? didn't want me to come here, literally. Yeah. I was like, what is going on? I'm like, I better text her. <laughs> but no, for it me. it was crazy, dude. So, <clears throat> so then check this out. So as I'm starting to learn and, and see and then scripture popping out and doing everything, like my life verse to me when I first seen it was um, – uh, what would a profitable man to gain the whole world but yep. lose his soul? That one just like stuck out to me and never left. So I used, to, so as I was going, I always thought of like putting anything, like nothing on this earth is worth worth your soul, you know, yeah. nothing. I don't care what. So that really kept me strong too within things or you know different temptations or different anything. Yeah, because I, it's like we have one life, and then yeah, I and think about be, all the people. All the people that you knew, any people I knew, that we saw them die. Lots. Plenty. Yeah. And I don't want to say names, but I'll just say. Yeah. And a couple of people I brought back to life. Like, I mean, I watched death close to me, very close to me, you know? Yeah. I, so, I want to I hear mean, more about um, how, did, <clears throat> how did God break your heart down? Was there a moment that you just, it went like this, where it opened and you were like, okay, I'm going to let him in now? Or was it? Um, yeah, when I surrendered at the whole, right when he put me on my knees. Did you get on your knees shocked, physically? No, he he put me on my knees because I told him I have a pickaxe. So when I was at the pickaxe at the hole, he put me on my knees and I was like, Lord, 
Wait a minute. You he physically put you. Yeah, on because knees. I didn't go every, all the time when I was telling me kneel before push me. Push you down, dude. No, he did it, and just to show like he's real, he put me. on You got to be kidding me! I no. love this. This happened to Oz. He straight put me on my knees and just to it, show. He got slain in. It's called slain in the spirit. He got slain in the spirit, and. He was telling God, this isn't real. And then it happened to him and he was like, whoops. Yeah, because I was like, Jacob, fighting, wrestling with him. I didn't want to, you know. And we were fighting and fighting and fighting. And I was still holding my ego, my pride. And like, you know, just, and then boom, he just smacked me. Boom, put me on. I was like, Lord, it's yours. Your will be done. I knew it. I knew right there. Wow. I knew that, that's, right that's there. That's really, really powerful. Uh, we only got three minutes left, but we'll we'll finish. We're not done yet. I want you to oh, and just. This one time we were going to Mexico on, on yeah. a, a mission trip. So this is another way I kind of challenged him, too. And I was like, okay, Lord, if you're real, and this is only between me and him. I didn't tell none of my sisters. I didn't tell nobody at the time or nothing. Um, which I know the ministry would have paid for yeah. it, you yeah, know. Of course. But I, I wanted to go have yeah. a little bit of pocket change, right. you know, right. whatever. If I want to get a taco, say. <laughs> I'm going to taco right now. I'm hungry. <laughs> so we were going to Mexico. Sure enough, that Friday we were leaving out. Um, then when my, my overseer at the time and said, here, uh, someone told me to give you this. So it's an envelope. Boom, I open it up. 50 bucks. Right that night as we were going out. Wow. Like, wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So he will show up in the 11th hour. Please yeah. believe. <laughs> yeah. And that gives me faith. I, I want people to, you to tell people, how can they, if they want to ask you questions, do you mind that at all? How can they get a hold of you? Uh, if they'd like to say, Kelly, I'm struggling. Can you pray for me? Or can you find me a place to go? Like you went, I need help. Where can they get a hold of you? On like uh, Facebook, right? Uh, yeah. And Instagram. Yeah. My line's always open. How, how, what is it? At Kelly? Huh? How, how do they get a hold of you? Just my name, Kelly Keglovitz. K-E-G-L-O-V-I-T-Z. And you'll see that everyone on the screen. And also, if you're listening, can you just spell it for them? K E G. K wait wait K E L L your I. first name yeah K E L L I and then your last name K E G L O V I T Z just like love <laughs> keg love it that's right mm-hmm. he loves his kids <laughs> <laughs> and so another thing is cool too um, so there uh, we went to this we went to what we go like to a retreat and so on these rocks. I don't know. It's just so weird how I picked this scripture of all scriptures. It was out of Isaiah, right? So then when I came to work for you, um, we went on the retreat with Let's Beth. talk about that, too. We went, yeah. I, we went on that retreat with Beth. And then, so, mind you, that was 16. I went on the retreat with working for you, what, the eight, 2018? Yeah. So, God, then they got prophesied over, over me, the same scripture that I did in 2016, right? So then, That's moving so three years later, so then... I get another um, prophesied over with the rebuilder. Then the scripture comes back, right? So I'm like, you know, so different things. Like when we expect things so quick, it doesn't right. happen so quick. No, so absolutely. I know this scripture is over my life. And yeah. I know because, so he he looks at me as the rebuilder. Like the rebuilder over my life, th- that's my promise. Yeah. So I'm going to rebuild come new on. homes. I'm going to rebuild, help people rebuild their lives. Yes. And so as me being the rebuilder, I just know, and I see it gradually mm. just following, you know, like one year to two yeah. years, three years down the line, five years, and now here I am. So, so in diff- good. 
That's so good. So I'm going to be the rebuilder of, of homes. So he takes us out of the trenches. And who is the most powerful mm -hmm. people is the less yeah. at the bottom. That's right. And then, boy, when he flips us, into, there ain't no stopping. We That's went hard right. for the enemy. You yeah. don't think we're going to go harder for our Heavenly Father? Yeah. That's your rabbit mind. So you just know. Let's do part two, Kelly. Because hmm? we're good. Let's finish because I have a couple more questions to ask you about, about your testimony. Yes. I just want to thank you for coming thank on. You. I love you so much. I'll see you in a little bit. And friends, I just want to tell you how blessed I am that you came today to watch Annie's Pink Chair. And I will see you next time on Annie's Pink Chair. Bye. Bye. My name is Annie Lobert, and I'm a champion survivor of trafficking to tell you that God can heal you from any hurt that's ever happened to you. If he can do it for me, he can do it for you too.